I want to apologize in advance to the Live from the Dutch Hall studio audience of what you're about to hear. You're about to hear a man with a severely uh, ailed voice <laughs> who's going in to get a horrible surgery to get it repaired. And, oh, look at this. This is the sound effects in it. Anyways, the band insisted that we give it one last hurrah with this beautiful voice you hear before you. Therefore, I will be singing this song. Anyone that wants to fast forward through this, please feel free to do so. <laughs> Hit it, boys. How's this song go? <laughs> it's something like this. Two, three, four. <laughs> Wired me awake and hit me with a hand of broken nails. You tied my lead and pulled my chain and watched my blood begin to boil. I'm gonna break, I'm gonna break my, gonna break my rusted cage and run. I'm gonna break, I'm gonna break my, gonna break my rusty cage. And run. Too cold to start a fire. I'm burning diesel, burning dinosaur bones. Burn those bones, Peter. I'll take the river down to still waters and ride a pack of dogs. Ride those dogs. But I'm gonna break. I'm gonna break my, gonna break my rusty cage and run. I'm gonna break, I'm gonna break my, gonna break my rusty cage and run. Your voice is trashed by this hard life. From whiskey shots and cigarettes. Yeah. When the band is cringing from the sound of your voice and it's getting time to start this show. Well, I'm gonna break. I'm gonna break my. Gonna break my rustic cage and run. I'm gonna break. I'm gonna break my. Gonna break my rusty cage and start the theme song, boys. everybody live from the Dutch Hall, the greatest podcast ever come out of Pine Grove, Ontario. Yeah. Mostly because we have the greatest band in podcast history, the Nocturnal Emissions. Hey. Backing me up, comprised of Steve the Reluctant German hey. on lead guitar. Hey, Facebook. On the Cajon, I believe it's called. Cajun. Or the Cajoni. Yes. 
The cowboy. And the guitar. Awesome. Playing double duty. The beautiful Michael Bow. Michael, how you doing? The man that rides the music for the show is sitting right next to him. He's wearing a beautiful tracksuit. Brought to you by Toronto Maple Leafs. <laughs> Dave the Rooster Charters is here. Hello, Facebook. And there's the guy on the egg shaker in the corner of the bar. You know he drives our bus. He serves us beers, but reluctantly. Very reluctant bartender. Paul Van Dyke is here. And super fan of all super fans. He's here today. We're glad to have him back. Manny Fajo's in the house. Hey. That's cool. Thank you, everybody. And I'm the host of the show. Two-time President of Club Award winner. Two-time. Pete Van Dyke. Let's get this show on the road. Hey. All right. It's just chemistry. No, it is chemistry. It really worked for us this time, guys. You know what it is? It's pure. <laughs> it's it natural. really is pure. It's natural. Just like your voice, like your velvet voice. I know. It's like the thing is, this talk. is this show is dedicated to the memory of this voice that you hear before me, because this is the last, sh- or before you, because this is the last show where you will hear this voice of Pete Van Dyke. And th- then they will go under the, the laser beam. <laughs> And what will laser. the frickin' laser beam will tear apart my vocal cords there next. and leave me with nothing, and then I'll just be left with then I'll then I'll have to like uh, struggle through a rehabilitation to get back to what I can only assume is going to be the most velvety voice you've ever heard in the history of oh. mankind. Who knows what it's going to sound like? Eh, it's a real uh, yeah, it's, it's a, a conundrum. Real deal. There's a lot of comedians I've talked to uh, who are very disappointed that I'm undergoing this procedure. They're like because they like my voice the way it is. <laughs> And uh, if all of a sudden my voice comes across real polished after I'm done this, then maybe I'll come across more douchey. You know what I mean? <laughs> you won't have as much street cred. Yeah, right? not as much street cred. Because right now when I say something, they're like, well, this guy's obviously Hager. fucked his life up. <laughs> you can hear by his voice. Are you turning off the furnace? Yeah, just getting the furnace turned off. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. He's obviously been through some shit with his it's voice. Yeah, Gives a good street cred. Street cred. Oh. Yeah, yeah, it makes it look like you've lived a life, you know? I'm really curious what you're going to sound like after. I think I'm going to sound very similar, to be honest so? with you. Yeah, but I'll be able to, I won't have as much with growl. With a little more Streisand. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> uh, you think so? Nasally? Yeah, just a little more. Yeah, na- is she nasally? She's got a big nose. I don't know if she's nasally. What? You don't think so? Imagine if you went How can you have, have an instrument and then not use it? We'll find out in a few weeks. What? We'll find out. When a few weeks when Barge Streisand is nasally? Because I think we can find out right now. I would assume she is. If she's got a big honking nose like that, she's going to use it for something. 30% of her voice comes out of her nostrils. Wow. It must. It must have something to do with it. Got to use what you have. It might have something to do with it, don't you think? (laughs) An opera singer or something like that. Well, we know an opera singer, and he had a a broken nose from like a bicycle accident or something like that, I think it was. Mm. And then he had to get it fixed because that's how he's, he's it helped you sing big part through of your nose. Oh, yeah. You got to breathe, right? Breathing and whatnot. Yeah, breathing and <laughs> et cetera. Yeah. You, speaking, of, speaking of singing, did you see Mariah Carey's uh, New Year? Oh, yeah. I know this is old awesome. news now by the time this show comes out. <laughs> I totally missed it. What happened? Oh, she just tried to sing a song on New Year's Eve. Did you see it, Michael? Yeah, they were playing, uh, they're, they're playing the wrong song or something that she was saying, wasn't she? she yeah, I don't know. She couldn't hear it. Or, yeah, she or, couldn't hear it. Whatever. She just like showed more titty. Try and distract people. Titty. Yeah, don't listen. <laughs> Speaking of titty, I've been I'm a big uh, Nicki Minaj follower on oh, yeah? on uh 
Twitter. Yeah, she posted a bunch of pictures from her New Year's. Look like a great time. <laughs> oh, yeah. Was there titty pictures or something? Or well, she shows she's it? always got half her body hanging out. This time it was the upper half. Scantily clad, Nicki Minaj. You're a big fan. I'd say. Oh, she's got a good. Uh, she's got a good Twitter. Yeah, <laughs> you like following her because of the photos. Yeah, I like to see all those rapper shangs out and stuff. See what kind of grills they're sporting this week, or what kind of gang signs they're making in the pictures. You like to keep up it's with. Very that. interesting. <laughs> What's happening? You like to stay to give you some sort of street cred, right? Yeah, I, I I see what they do, and then I try and do the same thing when I'm out. When you're hanging out with your when you're hanging out with your peers in the church choir, you'll yeah. like uh, <laughs> talk to them about uh, uh, Nicki Minaj's posse. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I try and model my tracksuits after the Makes the sense. rappers in the posse. <laughs> sure, it does make sense that he's a tra- he's a rap suit tracker. <laughs> I don't know. I've never spoken to any of them. Yeah, there's a langu- language. I'm not, I don't know well either. Yeah, see, if Dave, even if Dave wasn't wearing that boot right now, he for his uh, horribly injured ankle, he would still be like wearing that uh, jogging suit rolled up halfway, <laughs> like LL Cool J. Yeah. You know what I mean? Silent. That's not just because of the boot. That's just because it's his. It's what he does. That's right. Actually, I think it might be quite the opposite. I think you have that thing rolled right down, and you put the boot over top of the leg. That's what's happening. It's protecting my my leg from the boot. <laughs> it's a lot of protection. It is a lot of protection. Are you doing well, Dave? I'm doing okay. It always seems like it's slow, like it's never fast enough, but then yeah, it gets better every day. So. You're right. I'm hoping. And then uh, so it took out you. We've taken out you and Paul. Paul, are you better? Uh, 80%. Whoa. 80%? 80%. Paul, I sent you, I sent you all the um, physiotherapy, uh, what do you call them, exercises that my physiotherapist gave me. Yeah. I sent those to you. Have you been doing those? No, I looked at them. <laughs> I looked you at looked them. at the pictures, so your eyes got a good workout? Yeah. I do that at work, all that stuff. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. You're already doing it. Yeah, no what do you do? Are you doing it now, Dave? Yeah, I do it twice a day. Yeah, I bet you do it like right to the letter, right? Exactly what it says on the paper. Not anymore or any less? Some, I do the, they want me to draw an alphabet with my with my foot. I do that more than it says. Oh, yeah, That's you do, I'm like, the around. Greek alphabet and the yeah. Chinese <laughs> Greek alphabet. <laughs> Latin. <laughs> right? Yeah. Do they have a Chinese alphabet? Is that a thing? That's a tricky one. But it's yeah. like a thousand. Like, yeah, 1,500 letters. <laughs> <laughs> that's got to be hard, man. Like, that's going to be hard to text. <laughs> yeah. Right? Especially with the old nine-key telephones like the. And using chopsticks, mm. too. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> You should make paintings what with your do? feet. They, they, uh, they, 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 no, that's true. They do text with chopsticks. That's a fact. <laughs> that's a Dutch fact. All right, don't we have a theme song for that? Uh, that's not it. There it is. That's the one I was looking for, the combination one. Thank you, Stephen. Hey, no problem. That's why we have them, right? Stephen, you got a new dog. I did. Yeah, you got a Labradoodle. A Labradoodle? That is, I think, what was the manliest of all the dogs, is the Labradoodle. <laughs> For sure. Right? You picked it out. You live with uh, five women. Yeah. And the Labradoodle is your dog, right? Yes. And now you have, you know. Girl you know, dog? Steven, you have a girl dog, right? I got a girl dog, yeah. And, oh, it's a girl dog, too. Girl dog. Like literally, it's not just a girl dog. Even if it was a, even if it was a freaking man Labradoodle with a huge cock, <laughs> it would still be a girl dog. You know what I mean? Because it's Labradoodle. Sure. Right. That's the poodle part of it. The Labrador is the man part, 
and the poodles the woman part. I think if they were going to be mixing to have a sex, it would be a. Which one would be banging which one? They a Labrador have, and a poodle? They always have the poodle as the dad on all those breeds. The poodle. Yeah. Oh, a full-size poodle or is it yeah. a toy? Oh, no, a full-size poodle. How big is this thing going to get? I don't know, 50 pounds. Oh, wow, that's big. Hey, oh, yeah. how big's your dog? 60 pounds. Really? Yeah. Jesus, yeah. those are bruisers, man. My cat's 15 pounds. I think it's huge. <laughs> your mine, cat is 15 pounds? My isn't cat's that 15 pounds. That's big for a cat, isn't it? Yeah, it's big for a cat. It's a big cat. Holy! He's proud of it. And I want him to get bigger. I want him to be as big as I can. He can get because it's awesome. It's a killer, right? Still, he kills like, like squirrels. It's all muscle. It's all muscle. Yeah, it's like you can see like the when it when it's like posed like it's like a leopard kind of ready to pounce, eh? That's what I think about Larry. <laughs> my cat, Larry. I never in a million years would have thought I'd be t- talking so fondly of my cat, but I do. I like him. Anyways, we're here to celebrate my uh, voice. Um, it's even your dog. Yep. I, I think you finished your dog. Sure. Your dog is uh is now in the point where it's a puppy, right? Yes. So you have to train it. Steven. Yes, we're crate training the dog. Awesome. Crate training it? Crate training. Oh yeah, so you got a pro- plan right off the hop. Have you oh, done yeah. this before? No, my wife has though. Oh right, right, right. So she's been through it. So she- dog number four for her. Oh, oh perfect. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, like were the childhood dogs for her then? Because uh, you- no adult. You just didn't have them with her. Right. But you were, but you've been with her. You're like, like since she was old. like 14. Yeah, I know. But she was. <laughs> Leah was already married when I first. Oh. Met her. She had already lived a. a she life. lived a life without you. She's four years older. Oh. Take that. Four years of dogs, which she obviously murdered in those four years. That's right. <laughs> like three dogs that she perished yeah. in those four years. That's a lifetime of dogs, actually. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, I grew up on a farm, man. My dogs were oftentimes just run over by cars. Like, that's how I thought all dogs died. Happens. I thought they were just run over by machinery. Yeah, they just get you old know? and forget like, to get out of the way. Yeah, yeah. They fall asleep in a hot day underneath the shade of your pickup truck. Yep. When your dad's in a rush to go, like, uh, check the gun. Check the gun. Yeah. Squishes your dog's head. Whoops. Yeah. <laughs> Teaches how to drive the next day. And bury things. What? <laughs> 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 Michael, did you see my childhood? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I pretty much loved that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because that does seem like the same thing. I don't remember burying my dogs. I think my dad always did that for us. But I remember sometimes it was too cold when you run over the dogs, and then you had to wait till the spring to yeah. bury them. But by then the coyotes already got them. Oh, yeah, <laughs> or the shit hawks. It's a different kind of burial. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's an aerial burial. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, who knows? Um, so we should get into a segment. Steve, good luck with your dogs. Hey, thanks. By the way, welcome to the family, Lucy, right? Lucy. All right, welcome to the family, Lucy. Anyways, we have a segment we call Feedback. We got feedback. We got feedback. Feedback. Welcome to Feedback. We got feedback. This week's feedback is brought to you by our friends from Amazon. If you'd like to go to our webpage, livefromthedutchhall.com, you click on our Amazon banner, and you can do any of your Amazon shopping, and some of that money is going to help uh, come back and help the show. And we actually, uh, uh, hopefully, uh, we didn't get paid yet, but we got a little bit more in the bank, people doing some Amazon shopping, so thanks yeah. to everybody that did that. Because uh, we're getting a little bit of a kitty lined up with all the money we've been making, so we have to figure out what we want to do with it to make the show better, right? Because that's awesome. the promise we make every week. Yep. 
So uh, we have to start thinking about that. Bus trip. Stripper pull. Bus trip. <laughs> oh, a stripper pull. We'd have to get an addition on the because I'm not going to take up space for a stripper pole because it's only going to be Manny using it and we've all seen him naked before know. we don't need to see that again you can get half a one for the bar and have midgets what? <laughs> you can put a, a bar on the uh, half a stripper pole half on top a of stripper the bar. pole on the bar and have midgets dance little people Steven Sorry, I... midgets are almost extinct RV rental. Because it's a pituitary Sorry. gland issue, which you can fix because they're proportionally correct in every way. Except for Deep Roy, the guy from the, the Willy Wonka movie. Right. You know, Deep Roy. <laughs> did you hear that? I did. Yeah, you laughed. Uh, <laughs> he's an actual proportionally correct in every way guy, hmm. as far as I can tell. See a midget? <laughs> Deep Roy? That's what I think. How come he can say midget? Oh. No, because of the technical term. He's using yeah. it right. You used it wrong. Because you can't find those guys. They're rare. You think I can afford to have them at the Dutch Hall? I'd we, have to get dwarves. We would want girls, though, not guys. Huh? Probably even harder to find those girls. I haven't seen one in my lifetime. Fortunately correct. In every way, little person. I saw one that was I saw one uh, that was a half an inch too tall. <laughs> Did you measure? <laughs> no, she told me. She said if she was a half inch shorter, she would qualify for disability for being a little person. Hmm. Oh, but she's proportionally correct in every way. She's a she's a be, uh, pretty girl, mm. but she's just a little bit too tall. And she was disappointed because she get money for that, eh? I bet you could. Yeah, you could do. You do. You get disability sure money for being uh, short. Yep. Just even if you're fine, you would get money. Yeah, because just for reaching the peanut butter. Yeah, the world's not set up for those for people of that height, right? So you need accommodations. Well, would you get accommodations for being, would you get disability for being too tall? I don't know. You should look it up. You have to be like a giant or something probably, I bet. Like something where your giantness is causing you a disability of some sort, right? Yeah, like if you're over seven feet or something. Yeah, well. You can't, you can't load the dishwasher. <laughs> it's always under the counter. <laughs> that would be the hardest thing to do. Can't get the toaster out of the corner cupboard. We keep ours under the counter. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> reaching here. You are reaching. Stop it. And we're in the middle of ads. Oh, Didn't yeah. you know that? Yeah, you know, Amazon. if you go to that web, if you go to that website and you also click on the VG Meats coupon, you can go in either location, Simcoe or Stony Creek, and get a very good deal on some very good meats. Mm -hmm. And we just delicious. had some. I just had some jerky. It was yeah, delicious. It is good. It is nice. Thanks, Peach. And uh, you know what? We got to talk about your Army Electric. Yep. Guys. The guy's still busy. Leave him alone. He's swamped. Right? But if you still need the services of your Army Electric, I'll tell you what. If they don't get it right the first time, they'll get it right the second time. And if they don't get it right the second time... You can go fuck yourself. That's your Army Electric. Don't call them. <laughs> <laughs> and Van Dyke Party Services brought to you by our good friends at Clean Flow. If you have an event coming up... Let's, it's New Year's, right? There's nothing What's else to do. In January, I don't know. Nothing. If you just have a lonely day, let's say a birthday party. Say you're snowed in. Oh, my oh snowed in. Oh, snow day. Snow, snow day. day party. That's what's happening. Oh, snow day. You have a nice snow day, <laughs> and you're looking at what am I going to do with this snow day? Build a snowman in my backyard? Mm. Yawners. Right? Maybe get the GT out? Uh, too old. Too old, too cold. Right? What they need is between 5 and 29 Van Dyke First Cousins. And all you got to do is contact us at live from the Dutch Hall at gmail.com. 
and we will send you between five and 29 Van Dyke Cousins in bright yellow jackets brought to you by CleanFlow. Mm-hmm. And we'll come and ha- ensure you the time of your life. And all it's going to cost you is $100 of cold art cash, plus all of our expenses, mm. which, will, which will be dear. And if you're not 100% satisfied, I'll return your $100 of cold art cash. But those expenses have run through our bodies and potentially yours. Van Dyke Party Services. Don't live your life in regret. Mm-hmm. Brought to you by CleanFlow. By the way, and just a nice New Year's shout out to CleanFlow. Great sponsors ever. Yep. Oh, yeah. No kidding. Yeah. Let's Hap- keep doing great things. Year, Number happy one. New Year. And honestly, look for it on the shelf. It's everywhere. Great products. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know what? We get the feedback each and every week. And there's lots of ways we get it. We get it on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, LinkedIn, the whole bit. You know, this th- we got actually some by text, too, eh, for the inner circle. Oh, yeah. Those that have supported the show will sometimes send us a message by text Close or Facebook that. Messenger, you know. This one, I believe, was on Facebook Messenger, and it was a nice New Year's uh, message from uh, our the Barbie Mansion Aww. girls. Uh, Tasha in particular, or sorry, uh, shoot. Blondie? Blondie in particular. Uh, she sent us... Uh, uh, a nice serenading message on New Year's. She said she didn't send us a Christmas gift like she did last year, but this year she's going to send us a, a song, and she and serenaded me with actually two different songs. Wow. Oh, really? Yeah. One of them was uh, uh, Photograph. I don't know if you know Photograph. Picture. Picture. That's what it is, Picture, by Kid Rock. And Cheryl Crow. And Cheryl Crow, where oh. you guys play with, that she tried to teach it to you at Bush oh. I don't even know that song. <laughs> I thought, I thought it was Nickelback. There. Never heard she, it. She said the whole thing, and I tell you, I laughed through most of it. As soon as I, under, I heard the beginning of it, because I knew what song it was, I just laughed enjoyed the whole performance. Yeah. <laughs> and the other one was like a wedding song. I, I, shoot, I can't even remember the top of my head. I said I was going to hire her for my next wedding, <laughs> which I'm sorry. My wife's sitting right there looking at me when I said okay, that. You can marry her again. Yeah, I married her twice already. Next wedding, we get Blondie to perform for us. In karaoke style. Angel voice. Angel voice. And I tell you, I enjoyed it as much as a thong. I got to say thank you to the Barbie girls for sending the message. I enjoyed it as much as a thong, as a matter of fact. It kind of chafed after a while of wearing it, (laughs) that thong. You know, um, so uh, that was worthy any other week of Listener of the Week. Any other week. But not this week. This week we're going to do something unprecedented. This week there's a guy... He supported the show this week by not only we, we do lots of ways that people can help us kind of keep this show going and raise money for the show. One of the ways is by our PayPal link that we have on our website. Mm-hmm. I know that's a great thing, PayPal link, right? This guy says, I'm not using the fucking PayPal link. I'm just going to email you the money at lifeinthedutelgmail.com. Email. Wow. Just email it to me. E-transfer. E-transfer. Just did it to me. He gave me an undisclosed amount of money. I'm not going to do that to embarrass the guy or whatever. Mm-hmm. But he gave me a, an undisclosed amount of money and uh, furthered his shareholder status mm, on the go. show. There we go. Sports is each and every year that we've been on, I think. Diamond. He's like the diamond supporter. Yeah. Last week he showed, he brought brought us all his old liquor cabinet booze. I don't know. If, and uh, this week he gives us a donation to Life from the Dutch Hall to make our show better <laughs> in a way that is even easier because in PayPal I got to pay a fee to, to use the service. Yeah. When you email me the money, it just goes right into my account. It doesn't even... Uh, Beautiful. Awesome. Yeah, that's what I mean. This guy's even improved the game. 
He's a kosher pork chop. He's a listener of the week. Yeah, the listener of the week. That's right. This is your week. It's your week, kosher pork chop. That's two in a row. Back to back. KP. Unprecedented. KP comes through again. He brings his game. Yeah, he really does bring the game. That's a real true supporter of the show. It makes you keep doing it week after week. So we thank you very much for that. Cheers, buddy. And we are going to give just a quick shout out to the Haitian Dwarf. We're worried about you, but we haven't heard from you. But he did give us a nice message uh, the other the week. Yeah. You know, so. It was a nice one. Real, real. Thoughtful. Yeah, thoughtful. Heartfelt. So my idea for this week's show. Is that it for feedback? That's it for feedback. I didn't get into too much of it this week because we're kind of backed up. We used, we burned a lot of our feedback through the um, through the shows that we did back to back to back. This one's going out on my actual surgery date. This uh, show is actually going out on my actual surgery date. So pray for Peter. Just when you're listening to this, yes. I will have undergone surgery and I'll be in my silent era. Send your, send your prayers. Yeah. The winter of silence. The winter of silence will begin. And you know when you when you have to be silent, like you know you like to have the, those monks, you know those those uh, monks that take the vow vow of silence. Yep. Um, those guys uh, do it to like meditate to get deeper into their mind, you know, so that they can get some sort of spiritual enlightenment. That right? Sounds like a real bad idea for you. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you've gone deep enough. <laughs> yeah. We need the opposite of that. We need to get out of the mind, you know, not get deeper into it. So silence to me is scaring. It scares the shit out of me a little bit. To, to be quite honest with you, that I'll just have more time alone with my thoughts, you know, which are a running train of bullshit, you know. Oh, good. You so need we, a distraction. Yes. So uh, I don't know how this is gonna go. But anyways, I just I I, I wrote uh, a game where I came up with a game we were gonna play. All right. It's uh, with everyone, including the studio audience. Remember Manny Fajo? Of course. Who's here, of course. And it's a game called What Are the Top Ten Things That Pete Will... Oh, sorry. It's like Family Feud style. Oh, yeah. You know okay. Family Feud style? Top ten answers are on the board. Top ten answers are on the board. You can ding it in any fashion with your mouth. <laughs> you just have to make a dinging sound or something. Okay. Yeah, bleep. Anything you want to do. So then it'll be... Uh, <laughs> So anyways, this is a question. Top 10 answers on the board, right? Here is your question. Right, so they're in order and the, if like the higher the number, are they ranked 1 to 10? Yeah. They're they're ranked 1 to 10, but you they don't, don't know the fucking game, Dave. Come on. Family Dave. feud style. It's family feud style, right? Okay. <laughs> but I'm going to to be honest, it doesn't matter. You're not going to get points and okay. you don't get any prizes. I'm ready. It's just for entertainment purposes. <laughs> <laughs> What a fucking weirdo, eh? <laughs> Anyways, uh, so this is... Uh, Dave's <laughs> looking for the win. Top 10 answers on the board. Here's your question, right? What activities will Pete miss most mm. after his throat surgery? <laughs> Charters. <laughs> That's his thing. <laughs> uh, there's so many obvious things I want to say, but I'm not going to say any of those. I think you're going to miss singing... Um, that Pearl Jam song that we always sing, uh, elderly woman oh, in, a d- in a deep Eddie Vedder. Yeah, d- that is number six on the board. Wow. Oh, but it's not. It's not actually that song. You were more specific than I was looking for. Just singing was one of was one of the things that I had on the list. And I've never had a singing voice, right? As everyone could tell by the opener. And uh, you, but even uh, when I had a good voice, I didn't have a good singing voice. 
But there's a lot of people who made a living making uh, music that have shitty voices, right? In rock and roll oh, history. For sure, most of them. Yeah. What do you mean, most of them? I don't know, like Bob Dylan, for example. Tom Petty, is he a good Techni- singer? Yeah, technically. Neil Just, Young? Tom Petty might be a good singer. Yeah, Young. I don't know. But yeah, yeah, Neil Young, Tom Petty, that's a good one. Or sorry, uh, uh, Bob Dylan. Bob Dylan, I think he might have had a decent voice, but then he got in some car accident or something like that. I don't think Ooh. that affected his voice. Yeah, but their uniqueness makes them good. But why is Lay Lady Lay so different than know, everything else? It's so bizarre. That doesn't. He just so, sang in a that weird voice. That whole album sounds like that too. Yeah, sound that whole album sounds like Lay Lady Lay. Yeah. And then why the heck? So then that's why he said he used to have a decent voice, right? Because he had that crooner, or he just tried that style one album. Uh, he also had that voice when he did a, a whole album with Johnny Cash. It's really? Weird. Yeah. Jesus. It's hmm. weird. So he just uses different voices. He is a kind of a weirdo, eh? He's but I think Bob Dylan's more of a songwriter than anything else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, what about Tom Waite? Oh, yeah. He's a grizzly voiced kind of guy. Yeah. Yeah. Weird, very weird. And then Johnny Cash at the end of his life, he couldn't really do, had not much range, you know? That's why, we're, which is funny that he did Rusty Cage. Because uh, Chris Cornell from Soundgarden just for, like oh, yeah. the guy's got an amazing Destroys voice, it, yeah. mm-hmm. and how the heck does that guy keep that up for all these years? I don't know. Like I would thought he would scream that voice out like crazy. Do you remember the story with the? Have you ever seen the documentary about Harry Nielsen? It says who in the I think it was who in the world is Harry Nielsen? Lime in the coconut. That lime in the coconut guy, yeah. And he was good buddies with John Lennon. And at one point in time, him and John Lennon were just like outmatching each other who could like out scream their voice because they're both big drunks, I think, or whatever. Oh, yeah. And then they, they would just try to like outdo each other with screaming their voice. So they both ruined their voices. And Harry Nielsen, like, it's it probably what killed him, like, because uh, I think it, it was like once he had lost his voice, you know? He, he didn't have the Beatles, right? Yeah, but John like Lennon John fucked Lennon his did. voice up too at the end. And you could kind of hear it in his later recordings that he screwed it all up from this, like, drunken, like, party with Harry Nielsen. It's a good story, though. It is a good story. Hmm. Probably worth it. You think so? Yeah, I do. (laughs) (laughs) They had a great night, I think. They probably had a fucking fun time. That's what they were thinking at that time. Yeah, Yeah. that time they were, like, having the best best time just, like, outmatching each other, singing stupid shit, just totally burnt each other's voices up. (laughs) <laughs> I'm going to fucking ding in with you. There you go, Manny. Uh, who's next? Manny's You're going to miss uh, stand-up comedy. Hey, I was on my list. It's number nine. I'm just number making nine? up numbers. Oh, really low. Number nine. No. <laughs> Below singing? I don't know. Maybe it's number five then. How about I can just say it? I'm just making up numbers. Oh, shit. It's random on the list. That's but my buzzer. Anyways. No, no. Let me talk about stand-up then. Isn't that oh. how it works? All right, fine. Then we burn out the topic. Otherwise, the show is going to be 10 minutes long. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Steve. Oh. <laughs> Stand-up comedy, yes. Quick. You know, I, I, this is like, if people hear me say this, they're going to think I'm lying because uh, I'm kind of lying, right? Because how it turned out is not really true. But it is true. And it technically, hmm. I was asked to headline Yuck Yucks last night. All right. Right? Which is an accomplishment, right, to me, because yeah. it's like a good comedy club. Headlining is a good deal. Yeah. But technically, I didn't really do it because the headliner didn't show up, and I was just the last guy to go on before him, right? <laughs> so he didn't show up, so then I got to... They That's said, not your fault. No, so the guy That's asked right. me if I want 
headline like Patrick uh, Coppolito. Yeah. He asked me if I wanted a headline. I said, uh, sure. He says, take as much time as you want. I'm like, gold. It was, it was super fun, you actually. You got to take your opportunities when that shit happens. That's awesome. Yeah, it was fun. It was a good time because uh, you don't often get to take your time and like kind of just like have fun with the crowd and, and, yeah. and go like that. So um, actually, tomorrow night we're headli- I'm headlining uh, Bramsterdam in, yeah, uh, in Brantford, Ontario, yep. Colburn Street. I wish I knew the... Uh, the address off the top of my head, but it's on Culver Street in Brantford. I think show starts around nine. It's uh, ten bucks to get in, or fifteen bucks a couple. And uh, there's uh, music and a great lineup of comedy there at Bramsterdam. Awesome. So I will miss it. Manny, good buzzing. <laughs> there you got it. Two for two. Steve, you want to buzz in? You buzz in next. That's my buzz. Uh, I'm gonna say you're gonna miss the show, Pete. Oh, number one answer ah, on the board. Ah, yeah. you took mine. <laughs> yeah, number one answer on the board. I will miss the show, but, you know, we're going to get uh, old uh, Charters. Yellow. Next yeah. week Next week is going to be uh, Charters hosting the show. Yeah. You feeling, uh, feeling up to it, Char- Charters? I am feeling up to it. I've been practicing a lot in the mirror because <laughs> I know it's a radio show. Now, do you do you have a strategy? Do you want me to help write write topics for you, or something to to well, get you through it? Or you want me to still prepare weird facts or anything as as oh, backup plans? Or I forgot all about weird facts. I know the guests though, so I th- I feel like I'm prepared for them. Yeah, I forgot about weird facts, but I could probably find it on the internet, right? Oh yeah, yeah. I'm just asking. Do you want to do it yourself, or do you want help from me? Is is a question. Like, should is my role as the host of this show without a voice? gone altogether or do i still have some role in the show as far as like helping you prepare or are you the quarterback of this episode and i stand back and just am a supporting cast <laughs> that is a really tough question to answer i feel like i i need to ask you for help because uh then at least when it's a total bomb i can put some of the blame on you <laughs> we are Safe. trusting that i'm not going to give you stuff to watch you bomb on purpose because i think <laughs> it's funny as hell yeah that's true <laughs> <laughs> I, I I still have like the option of not reading it, right? Oh yeah, that's true. You are I, I, you are still the decision maker because I'm powerless, right? I'm, I'm at you'd your mercy. You have to physically intervene if you don't like what I'm doing. Yes, you tackle you. My stupid computer. If we can get it to work, which is like fifty fifty, because I still haven't worked out the. <laughs> still, we still have to record the show and do all this, and so I have to work out the whole logistics of it in my head. But um, you. Uh, I can't just go like Stephen Hawking's like uh, <laughs> you're fucking it up, you know, like <laughs> stop ruining the show. <laughs> so what I'm thinking about doing is maybe doing a bunch of voice voice clips before I go to, into my surgery, and then just putting them on a soundboard, and then having just soundboard like things I know I'm going to want to say to you guys. Soundboard Pete. Soundboard Pete, mm. like we do with the Iron Sheik. Like things that you you. Would think ahead of time that you're probably going to say to Charters? Yeah. Or any of us? You, yes. I like that. Yeah, like... Uh, you you're, can probably anticipate what you want to say already. You're ruining the show, you fat Polak. <laughs> it's going to be one. It's going to be like... Uh, <laughs> and then just keep hitting it in a loop. Yeah. <laughs> but you can hear it with my real voice. <laughs> hey, you know what, Dave? I did a bit, a uh, comedy bit one time, and I, I think I referred to you as my... Uh, uh, I was ta- it was your stag story I was trying to work out, oh, and yeah. uh, and I referred to you as um, my, my Polish friend or my Polak friend or whatever. It got a huge laugh. 
Just saying Polak friend. <laughs> Just saying my Polak friend. Yeah. Yeah. Because people don't hear the word Polak anymore. It's an old word, eh? Mm. That no one uses. It's good fun. But it's good fun. Because <laughs> it's like, I'm not saying like those dirty Polaks. I'm going like my Polak friend. Yeah. Right? So then they're like, they know it's meant as a term of endearment, right? <laughs> yeah. You can't use that with the N-word. <laughs> doesn't go so well. It doesn't go so well. No, you don't do it with the N-word. You do it, but Polak, they'll let you go with it. They laugh like crazy. Yeah, Polak's okay. Yeah, they they don't care for the Polaks. <laughs> Nobody backs them up. Newfie's okay, too. Like, my Newfie friend mm. would be okay. I don't know about that. I caught grief over, no, some guys caught grief over Newfie one night. Oh, really? Yeah, but it was a, a weird Scottish guy that was, like, defending Newfies for some reason. <laughs> but I thought Newfie was, like, a term of endearment, not a not a... A slur. Yeah, a nice Easterner. Yeah, you just call you just call him a Newfie, right? But you work with Newfies, don't you, Dave? Oh yeah, I think everyone around here probably works with Newfies, don't they? But the, do they no, uh, take offense to being me? called Newfie? Um, I, I don't think so. No. Like I'll meet a guy at work and I and I'll I can tell he's a Newfie and, I'll, and then I'll say like you're a Newfie, right? They never get mad. They don't say like a, <laughs> it's a derogatory term unless they're from like Cape Breton. Then they get mad. Oh, yeah. Oh. Then they get mad, yeah. That does happen, too, because yeah. the accents like kind of would lead you that way, but it's not yeah. quite there. Still Newfies to me. Yeah. Do you remember that time we went to – do you remember that time we were at Lollapalooza and we met those guys from Cape Breton Island in the uh, hotel room? Oh, yeah. <laughs> do you remember that? Yeah. And uh, uh, they played a Headley song, and me and Dave just, like – fucking butt into this room we were just looking for a party after we went, we went up the elevator and opened every door and just listened for a party when the elevator opened no next floor we, we went up another floor oh i hear something down this hallway and we went in and said there, there was just a party so we walked in and it's uh some hotel room in chicago we're not staying at a hotel right we got two beers from the hotel bar and then just got in the elevator and walked up, up and floors. found this party right so we walk into the party and with our beers and uh we, these guys are nice. They're from Cape Breton Island. They're like uh, real hospitable, happy to have us in their party or whatever. And then uh, Charters ends up, um, they put a Headley song on, and Charters goes, ugh, like fuck Headley, right? <laughs> Just says it real loud. And it was kind of like one of those like music stops, kind of like the record scratches, you know, and then uh, room, goes silent. room goes silent. What did you say? And then somebody else, like one of their buddies, went like, uh, it was a real tense for a moment there. I'm like, holy shit, we're going to have to fight our way out of this room. <laughs> There's way more of them than us, right? And then uh, some other guy says, yeah, fuck Headley. And then the music kind of like went back to being yeah. normal again. Kind of. <laughs> That's how I remember yeah, it. I'm right. sure it didn't have anything to do with that. The music probably played straight through the whole thing. But I, mem I remember it like that, you know? Anyways, where were we on that? That was on... Uh, I don't know. The show. You were the, missing show. the show. Paul. And then, you, Paul, you're up the week after. Yes. So how are you doing it? Well, I'm going to need help, Pete. <laughs> you need help laying it out? <laughs> I think okay. I got it figured out, but I'll need some help. Michael's um, got my back, too, so we'll board. Right. So for your show, I think I just need to be soundboard cunt man. <laughs> you can have my spot at the bar. I'm having the desk. It's a heavy. Yeah, you get the though. desk. You get the desk. Everybody gets the desk. Charters, you get the desk too. Oh, I can't wait. I'll sit there. I'll put a little computer s s spot right where you're sitting there, and you can just sit at the desk. You won't have the computer though. Is that still okay? I might just make a computer out of cardboard. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's fine. I'll uh, <laughs> I'll take that. I'll get take the feel that. of it. 
Yeah, I think as long as you have Visa a card, you'd look like me, but you would have no responsibility in the cardboard. Or would you be always plugging away at the cardboard? <laughs> just tapping away. <laughs> a busy bee. <laughs> All right, and then I should be ready to go is the week after that, I think. So they say. And then you'll hear a velvet voice, otherwise on deck. Michael Blow? Oh, wow. What do you think you can do it? The third call? Oh, wait, we, got, we, we don't know if you're even around. Yeah, I miss one week. But if I'm around, yeah, I'm in. All right. Wow. I'll do it. That's how it's got to go. I'm not scared. Maybe coat. Yeah, that's right. Everyone's got to do it. We got to pull our bootstraps up, otherwise the show dies. Yep. And Mother Nature wins. It's not allowed to happen. It didn't work with you, Charters, with that bum ankle of yours. That's right. I'm fighting back. And Charters used to be a dancing guitar player on our sure show. Did. It was part of what made the show great. Now he sits there like a lump in his track pants. <laughs> track suit. It's unfortunate. Suit. Oh, track suit. I'm sorry. Anybody else have any guesses? Top 10? Oh, Charters. Charters back in. I think you're going to miss hacking on Charters. Oh, what a genius uh, answer. But not on the board. Not on the board? What? If I would have thought of it before, I would have put it on the board, but I... <laughs> That is kind of a new number one. But I know I'll be able to write material, Dave, uh, while I'm silent. I'll just be thinking of insults for you. And then, uh, I'll just be getting texts all day long. Yeah, I'm like, uh, the next seven shows after we're done are just going to be Charters Roast. Just a load of half-knock Charters. <laughs> yeah, that'll just be the... As soon as I get my first words or whatever they let you say, or when you get to practice, <laughs> it'll just be like me calling you just saying, hey, Cheddar's, your hair looks stupid. <laughs> Take a shower. <laughs> you just hang up. That's it. I'm only allowed to do like six words a day, and then you can do <laughs> this be to insult you. So I won't miss it at all. Just for the days that I can't do it, I'm going to be thinking fondly of the days I can. <laughs> All right, Michael, what do you guess? I go, I'm going to go with, uh, how about shooting the shit with the boys at the bar? God damn it, another good answer. <laughs> solving the world's problems. Not on the board, not on the board at all. You no. want to know why? I don't think I've been doing enough of it lately. You haven't oh. been. And that's why I think it's not on the board. Shit, I didn't have shooting the shit. That's kind of the whole point of the show. That's kind of what I think about the show. It's the only time I get to uh, get a word in edgewise. <laughs> Man. Yeah, two X's. Yeah, two X's in a row. Oh, yelling ding. at the wife I and got kids. another answer. Oh, Paul's got one in there. Oh. That is a ding, ding, ding. Even <laughs> though Paul didn't ring in po properly, I'll still give him, uh, you have an egg shaker and everything. Sorry about the rules, Bob. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Rod Roddy. <laughs> it is yelling at the kids is definitely on the board. Ding, ding, ding. Paul saved you. I said the wife, too, though. Yeah, the wife, uh, no, uh, no yelling at the wife. I will be happy that I can't do that. Because that's, uh, that's a costly kids. mistake. What? But the damn kids. The damn kids. There's nothing. I own those kids. <laughs> I can do whatever the fuck I want with them. <laughs> Including scream at them at the top of my lungs about ridiculous things like, <laughs> David Bowie is so a good singer. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you're not listening to me. This is classic rock for a reason. Because all the shit music that you listen to now will be dead in 20 years. You will never hear it again. You won't remember this garbage. But you'll remember David Bowie already. Sons of bitches. <laughs> That's what I'll miss not yelling at my children. Get it out. Yeah. Actually, I actually turned my daughter on that. When she was like five years old, she was like, Auntie David Bowie. She was Every time it came on the radio, she would get upset. Turn it off. Turn it off. It's garbage, right? Oh. And I'd be like, uh, what do you mean? And I played her Mott the Hoople. 
Mm-hmm. And said, what do you think about all the young dudes, you know? She's like, oh, this song's great. Yeah. I'm like, well, it sounds like David Bowie. It was written by David Bowie, right? Mm-hmm. I'm like, how do you th- like Mont the Hoople? You don't like David Bowie. It's crazy. But then uh, not, then she bought a, uh, when she got a bit older, she bought a David Bowie t-shirt. Yep. Mm. And I saw her, she was wearing it. I go, what's with that? I thought you hated David Bowie. She goes, I'm wearing it ironically. Oh. oh. Right? That old she might as well just slapped you right in the face. <laughs> <laughs> right? And then she ended up turning completely, and now she loves David Bowie. Mm, of course. Yeah, she just got to a certain age, and she couldn't help it anymore. <laughs> she's like, these songs are catchy, because I kept saying, like, how do you not like this song? And I play it for her, and she's like, oh, it's pretty good, you know? <laughs> And then uh, eventually she realized she goes just something with his voice. I think she maybe watched him in Labyrinth. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? I would do it. And she just didn't like him because the character was. He's a weirdo. Creepy. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Stealing babies and. <laughs> yeah, it's a weird movie, man. It is totally weird, is. especially when you're a young kid. Yeah. It freaks you out. Is that like a uh, the guy that does Jim uh, Henson? Yeah, Jim Henson. Is that who did that? Yep. Because it's like the puppets like that, but it's creepier than it is than Sesame Street. <laughs> the Helping Hands, remember the Helping Hands when they're falling down the pit? Yeah, yeah, they're too little touchy for me. I don't like it. Keep your hands off me, motherfuckers! Right? Yeah, <laughs> it is creepy. That's one of those movies that ruins your relationship with your kids. Because you like, I don't know. I like the movie, cause probably because I'm older, and I'm like, hey, it's a kids' movie. Play right. for my kids when they're like six. Yeah, 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 yeah. Look, it's puppets. Yeah, we were just talking about that with Coraline because my kids were watching Coraline today, and that movie scared the shit out of them when they were kids, right? That's awesome. And now it's just like a kids' movie to them. Yeah. But uh, yeah, what a good movie that well, movie is. I used to have it in my old minivan, so I've heard it eight hundred thousand times, <laughs> but I've never actually seen it. No, no, <laughs> no. Just I know it's so many movies like just that. Played yeah. behind me. Yeah. Yeah, that was like all the Shreks for me. I I never watched them. I just listened to them over. Or there's a million the Shark Tale or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. That yeah. yeah. I, I swear I've never seen that movie. I've just heard it on the DVD player when my kids were young. <laughs> Anyways, uh, oh, he's oh, taking another one. Charters. Charche. I'm gonna say smoking. Oh, sweet, sweet smoking. <laughs> of course, it's on the list. Number two. <laughs> you know, I didn't know how much I love smoking till my doctor said I had to quit smoking. And then I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> what do you know? Yeah. You fucking smart. I don't mind. I'm like, yeah, I know I have to quit smoking, but you should shut up about it. It's nothing yeah. to do with you, right? Anyways, uh, I do love smoking. Mm. That's one thing that uh, that people that don't smoke and hate smoking will never understand that it's the glory of of cigarettes, eh? A nice cigarette. You know what we should do as a nice farewell is light one of these nice cigarettes up. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah, I'm, sure. Just talking about it makes me want to have a nice charcoal filter cigarette, you know? <laughs> Celebrate you know, it. You know what they said? You know what? Uh, why the doctor told me to quit um, uh, smoking cigarettes? This particular doctor was an ears, nose, and throat guy. So he told me because he sees lots of throat cancer, right? You know what, you know what else gives you throat cancer, Steve? Pussy. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, Steve. Steve said pussy. That's right, it does. It, ki- it got Michael Douglas, right? It, it, it maybe killed it might, and it didn't kill him. A connoisseur, if you will. Yeah, a connoisseur of puss. But I think I thought, what, what do you got to eat, like buckets of it? <laughs> do you have to like eat a ton of pussy and then you get like accumulation of some sort of pussy juice in the back of your throat that causes cancer? 
Or is it... Uh, you just get a bad one. Is it just one bad one? one yeah, that you ate like a bad pussy in 83 and it <laughs> all of a sudden crept back up and got you. It's like scallops. <laughs> <laughs> right? Salmonella. <laughs> That's what I don't get. What's going to get what gives you that, you know? Either way, why doesn't the doctor tell me to quit? <laughs> or at least do some sort of a check on whatever you're eating, right? If it was a real danger to me, you should at least ask, do you eat some strange pussy? Yeah. <laughs> or give you a test kit or something. You're right. Do you eat a lot of, like, is it the HPV that gives you throat cancer? Do you know that? I don't know. Is it? I don't know. Yeah, it sounds like something I heard no it does. Yeah. Is that what it uh, is? Yeah, the yeah. HPV, the same thing gives you cervical cancer that they immunize girls for now. Is what gives you throat cancer, right? Well, if that's the case, then they've cured two kinds of cancers with one um, uh, vaccine. vaccine, right? Yeah. That's that's pretty cool to be able to do that. Should be a Surgeon General's warning on the vagina. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's true. This pussy can they put the pictures up cancer. of it? Yeah. 50% of the vagina has to be covered with a picture. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at least of a gross picture. Just in Canada, though. Yeah, just in Canada. Yeah, just in Canada. And in French and English. Because we're stupid. <laughs> you need a picture. Yeah. You have to have a bilingual gross picture of what, of like a guy's speaking through a voice box or whatever. Is that happened to throat cancer? Oh, yeah. That's what it is? The tracheotomy? Is tracheotomy. That? I ate bad pussy. <laughs> <laughs> we are all going to hell. <laughs> Why? Hey Jane, as a woman, is that offensive? Just is that offensive to talk about pussies that give you cancer? <laughs> okay, I have a question for you, Dave, and people in the room. If you see a pussy, right? And uh so let's the, say we're so the lights are on. We're all uh <laughs> and this is like uh we're all single men, right? We're all like uh, young single men, unattached unencumbered right and all of a sudden there's like a pussy there right and there's a 50 percent chance there's a girl attached to it i suppose <laughs> and uh, and uh she's gonna she, she's like begging you to like perform cunnilingus on her right and uh but there's a 50 percent chance you're gonna get throat cancer would you do it how many beers have i had six Probably. <laughs> Four. Probably. <laughs> Zero. I would ask some questions, maybe. Mm. One. <laughs> One beer we just need to for find the cutoff. Yeah, because sure. you just need an excuse. <laughs> Dave's like, ah, I was drinking. He had one beer, you know, like, yeah, but I ate that crazy pussy. <laughs> Why would like, it's enticing, you know? What? It's enticing. Yeah, it's hard. It's 50-50, you know. Michael, what do you think 50-50? It's glorious pus too. We're talking the we're talking the top drawer. And you know going in. It's 50-50. She's it says it on the Surgeon General's warning. It's like betting black on roulette. Yeah, so why wouldn't you just go uh, directly to sex? Skip that part. Because she's saying no. <laughs> until you until oh, you until. take until oh, you take okay. the okay. It's all part of the package. See, I was just playing the other option. Yeah, she wants to know you're committed to Doing that, you're willing to take the Russian roulette before you go any further. Mm. Plus, she's one of these girls that just says, you know, if it's what's good for the goose is good for the gander. And uh, I like to get a little bit of, like, pre-stimulation to get my juices flowing, you know. So you get in there and take care of business. T- I'm, r- TCB. I'm rolling the dice. <laughs> 
You're rolling the dice and doing it? I'm in, yeah. What's the percentage cutoff there, then? Would you do above six, above 50, like 60%? Ooh. Well, 60's pushing it. 60's <laughs> pushing it. So when it's a coin toss, it's okay. 50, 50. As soon as you breach 50, then you're kind of getting into sketch territory. You probably oh, say. some questions. Right. Now, if it was like a marginal uh, looking woman, marginal, like we're talking uh, less attractive, right? Uh, she's probably wearing the same thing as charters, <laughs> right? <laughs> Not as good a body as charters, though. And then uh, you have to, uh, and same same deal from the lady, right? But only a 10% chance <laughs> that you're going to get throat cancer. Is it shower day? And it's shower day. And it, it is, is shower, shower day. It is shower day. Yeah. Let's make that clear. And to be all, on all accounts, the pussy's going to taste exactly the same, right? It's not going to be any different than the. Sorry, Laurie, but the then the uh, then the hot chicks pussy. It's just that this one's got only a ten percent chance, or maybe zero. Let's go zero. Take the whole cancer out of it. There's no chance you're going to get cancer from it, right? It's a perfectly clean one. Oh, man. <laughs> Balls in both ways. <laughs> How are you, Charters? Turn the lights out and go to work. Yeah, now, is this always with the promise of sex afterwards, too? Is that the deal? Because if, if you're thinking you're going to eat, like right away, Mike thought you go right to sex because you're going you're gonna to do the perform the oral sex and then you go right to sex. It's not just going to end with oral sex, with you just being a giving person <laughs> with nothing in return. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's got to be some sort of return. <laughs> Otherwise, why am I doing this? <laughs> it's an investment, right? That's the goal, isn't it? Right. You're planting a seed. <laughs> That's what I think, too, right? You have to, like, it's not very often some guy's just, like, giving away. And that's it. That's it. He's just like, I just love doing it. Just I like seeing the smiles on their faces. <laughs> If I can just change one life, if I can just eat one pussy, you know what I mean? Like, then it's all worthwhile. <laughs> I'm all about helping others. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, anything else we got to ding in on? Steven. Oh, Steven. I didn't do that. That was me. Charters. Oh, Charters. I'm going to go with uh, uh, breakfast sandwiches from McDonald's. McGriddles with a cracked egg. <laughs> ah. You know what I'm going to go with? I'm going to give you that. Eating solids. I have eating yeah. solids. Yeah. I will not be able to, for a period of time, eat any solid food. I'm which, nailing this. Yeah, you're really I didn't even at, have to write a list, Stephen. <laughs> I wrote a good list. You know what I'm a real big fan of, Dave? Solid foods. <laughs> As it turns out. All liquid foods sounds terrible to me. That is going to be awful. What can you eat? How can people say jello? They lie. How is that not a solid food? It's solid. It's it not hurts. liquid. It's a salt it squid. It hurts going down on tonsils? Yeah. Had to, Why? Had tonsils out on the 13th birthday. It hurts. Do you even eat jello? Jello pudding. Just get a juicer. Cock. Pe- you yep. could eat a it. A nice yeah. frozen concoction maker. Yeah, there you go. You think that would be good? It's going to be your best friend. You be pressing that thing to the limits. Do you think th- what I got to put in it? Anything I want? Ooh, whatever you want. Okay. Uh, booze. That's on. The- that was my next one. <laughs> Son yeah. of a bitch. Booze. <laughs> yeah. Add vodka and cherry whiskey, and just push a button, and it works perfect. Really? 
Yeah, New Year's. It was great. Vodka and cherry whiskey, and then load it with ice, hit a button. Is that what we were drinking? Yeah. Just vodka and cherry whiskey, too, is the only mix we put in there. <laughs> and ice. And then push the button, it does the ice itself. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, it was genius. Well, you know, drinking is on the list, too. I cannot drink. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah, so uh, whoever got that one, you were on the list, too. We, I can't I drink. I give that one to Michael. And drinking oh, is a hard one to give up because how can we do a podcast? <laughs> well, I had to go for a meds check before I go to surgery, so you got to go to a pharmacist, and then they, they like uh, go through your medications that you're on. And then they say, do you, um, they said, uh, do you drink, right? Yeah, how many drinks per week you have to fill out? Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I have a podcast every Thursday. I drink on the podcast. That's what I told her. <laughs> she goes, that sounds like fun. Oh, it's great fun. <laughs> right? It's a great old time. It's a great old time. Yeah. Well, you can't do that either because it's bad for you. It's a dehydrating thing. It's going to ruin your voice, right? All I get is water. No pop, no tea. No soda? What? No tea. Not even no a little tea. cream soda? <laughs> no cream soda. Damn it. When you say cream soda, what color is it in your uh, head? Like pink. Yeah, pink right away. I go white. I don't like cream. I don't like pink cream soda. I don't trust it. <laughs> it's an additive. <laughs> even Coca-Cola should be white. True. Remember they came out with white Pepsi and then everybody didn't trust it? It was like a... Pepsi Crystal. Crystal, right? Yeah, yeah Pepsi Crystal. Just yeah. wasn't right. But it tasted just like Pepsi. Cola's got to be Zwart. Yeah, Zwarte. Zwarte. It's just because it is. <laughs> I think it's more browner. <laughs> I think that was kind of... <laughs> browner. Oh, ish. <laughs> What's brown, you know? No, yeah. I don't. Top of my head. Okay, I'm just going to go through the rest of the list for you guys. Because you did pretty good. You got almost all of them. Uh, you had eating solids. Exercising was on the list. Hmm. What you can't you exercise? Can't, can't exercise. What? It's gonna fuck up the. It's gonna fuck up the machine. Wow. I need to be. A, I need to be a dainty devil. I thought you needed to stay in shape, keep it healthy. No, they said nothing. I have to sit there. Just be a blob. All that breathing is too strenuous. It's just for, <laughs> just for a period of time, just for a short period of time. It's a, all these are for a short period of time. I can eat solid foods like, after a few days. I'm sure. Probably no, Steve. I don't know. Your took choice. me took me a couple of weeks. Couple of weeks? Maybe not that long. How much did you lose weight as a kid? I don't know. I was thirteen. Yeah, I think you're kind of a pussy thirteen too, to be honest with you. <laughs> like I think you that like it. at thirteen, I don't think you were like had gone through too much hardships. Like this with tonsil thing was a big deal for you. It was. Was it? It was. It sucked. I nailed it. It was right? very unpleasant. Yeah, because it was the first hard thing you've gone through in your life. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I noticed as soon as I said that. I like it. That it wasn't true at all. And then I'm like. Steven, rebut. <laughs> no, I'm not rebutting to that. It's very difficult. <laughs> no, I know it was wrong as soon as I said it because Steve's face was like, fuck you, dude. Yeah, go fuck oh, yourself. <laughs> uh, you don't know nothing about me. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, he had a real hard one, really. And then I remembered that he's a Ruxin German. That's right. <laughs> He didn't murder those people. I sure didn't. <laughs> Just his people. Just his people did that. Anyways, I had exercising. I had sweet talking my with my wife on here. Ah, nice. oh. Because, you know, you guys talked about shooting the shit with your friends, and I'm talking about you shoot the shit with your friends all day long. They don't bang you at the end of it. <laughs> I guarantee you about that. But sweet talking your wife, 
You got a chance. Though it'll be a small one. You have a chance. <laughs> Charge, you still do that? You still sweet talk your wife? No, every day. I know Steve does. He's he's a smooth talker. Do you really do it? Every day. Because you also do, you and your wife, I know, is do like angry like arguing as sort of like your banter that is what you makes you happy with one another. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> we get a kick out of it. Yeah, you're Except like, when it goes the wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'll start out good and then it'll, all of a sudden you'll hit a nerve and then yeah. it becomes yeah. not funny anymore. Too far. Yeah, I can't even start that. That, but I watch you guys do it, and it seems like fun while it's working. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I do sweet talk my wife, though. Good for you. You have to hit on your wife, otherwise um, it just doesn't just come to you. You still have to do the work to hit, pick up a girl, even though it's only the one girl, and she knows you're coming, <laughs> and she knows all your moves. Every yeah, move. Every one. You still got to be clever, man. You got to change the game. Steve, how do you keep it fresh? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Variety. It's the uh, spice of life. Do you think that your vasectomy took away from the, some of the allure or some of the danger with revol- in the bedroom? Because before you were playing with this loaded gun in your pants, at any moment you could have like another, you could be up to seven kids, you know? like That's right. Tw- one set of twins, you're like at seven kids, right? Or whatever. No, is that how it works? Triplets. <laughs> Triplets. I'd be at seven. Triplets. You'd just be at seven kids. One shot. <laughs> one load one shot three kids can you imagine that Stephen? no but that made it exciting in the bedroom with your wife though because you knew that you had this danger involved with it you were a dangerous man who could ruin her life further with more children right <laughs> that's right now you're just some sort of like you know you're just a toy <laughs> with no danger involved that's fine though. with me i'd rather be a toy is it fine with her though I don't know. <laughs> what do you mean, <laughs> you, you know? You have to ask her. I will ask her. Actually, that was a, an idea for the show that your <laughs> wife had. Yes. It was a piece of feedback, if you will. It was that she thought that all the women of the Dutch Hall should come in and host the show. That's right. Oh, like Bizarro World. Yep. Where all the women came in and host hosted live from the Dutch Hall, and we could all be here, though, right? Sure. We could all still be here, the but they would do. Suck. They would do the show for us. They're gonna take our spot. Leah can play. Steve's wife can play guitar. Sure can. All Kelly right. can. Uh, she can. Oh, she's a she flautist. She's a flautist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what does Teresa play? Uh, she. I. Uh, she doesn't play any instruments. Voice of an angel. She can I hear. Sing. Yep. There you go. You know yep. what Jane does? She dances. Oh, <laughs> oh she plays piano. <laughs> yes, and she plays piano. Well, One's pretty good. So they got a band. Pretty much yep. got a band. We'll set you up. I don't know. It might be a good idea for a show with or without my voice. It sounds like a good idea. We should do it. And on any other week with the Kosher Poetry Shop wasn't doing such a good job, Leah would have gotten a, probably a listener week for that, which no <laughs> no can do. No dice. Not even a shout out and feedback. Sorry, man. <laughs> Anyways, I think the mo- thing I'm going to miss most about losing my voice saying these sweet, sweet words to my listening audience, and that is thank you very much, and we will see you, NT. See you next Thursday.
think we lost the guitar and got like a half-ass uh, slap rattle. I noticed that a bit through. Though. We lost yeah, Steve. Steven was. But we had the sweet tambourine though. Yeah, we, we did it worked nicely. Tambourine. 